make one single sound. The second I hit record, you make all kinds of noise. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even paying attention to what's going on, man. <laughs> it's okay. This is all the pre-cutout stuff. This is the matchup, the lips and the voice and the face and uh, whatever the heck it is to see if we end up, if we're lucky enough to end up with a video today. So we will find out how that works. Match it up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, no. Check this, check that. Clip, clap, read my lips, match it up. As long as it looks good, that's half the battle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborhood What's Discourse up? with What's Billy and up? Steve. I am Billy. And I am S to the T to the E. I don't, this is 132, I think. That sounds right. I write this stuff down on my notepad. That sounds right. Dude. 132 episode. So something happened yesterday that I real that I, ha I haven't, that hasn't happened in so long that I realized I got to go back to the old Steve. What's that? I let a game affect my attitude. What game? In, in ever, uh, the Dolphins game. And in, in an ever so slight manner, like I... This morning I was contemplating doing prayer time and I was like, I realized I was a little edgy ever since after the, like I stopped listening to the game halfway through the third quarter. I just was watching it, but on mute. Yeah. And then, um, so I was edgy then someone came and knocked at the door, woke Janice up, you know, I was edgy throughout that whole process. Then afterwards there was other things that were happening in the house and I was edgy throughout the whole thing. And I remember there was at one point Janice looked at me and said, like she doesn't know the Dolphins lost, I don't think. But she she said like, "Dude, why are you being so mean?" And I and I realized like, man, this is the old Steve that used to be so emotionally invested in games that, you know, when the Dolphins lost, man, it would just ruin my day, you know. And I was like, I don't want to be that person anymore, you know. And so I don't know. I think uh, I I might just like. I don't know. I might be doing box, box scores or something for the rest of the year because I, I don't want to be that guy. And it's like I was so frustrated yesterday. Did you watch the game? I watched if it came on red zone, yeah. Let me tell you something. And I know you're going to think this is nonsense, but if I didn't know any better, I would have thought that someone paid Tua off. Like, yo, we'll give you a million dollars to have a bad game. No, he just had a bad – he played the best defense in the NFL No, 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 listen, listen, listen. You didn't watch the game. so I, I did watch no, it. No, you didn't watch the game. Yeah, I'm I watched you, I watched a good amount of it. It was a 4 o'clock game. At a certain point, I'm watching uh, Bengals and Casey. I'm watching You didn't this. watch it, man. I watched every minute of it. It doesn't make a difference. I watched the whole second half. Can I tell you what – can I tell you? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, first of all, have you watched them the last couple of weeks? Only when they come on the red Only zone. Red zone. Okay, so you don't see what they do to get to red zone. You just get to the, you just see the red zone and how they execute in the red zone, right? I see. I see what they do. Okay, I well, know. I know what they do to get where they got to go. Oh, it's it's what they do to get back in the game yesterday. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying like their offense. I'm just ta I'm just talking about how their offense operates. Like what the kind of chunk plays that they get to get to the red zone, and yeah. then how they. Okay, I'm telling you, the same stuff was available yesterday. It was it was available early and often. I disagree uh, with you completely. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, you didn't watch the game. I'm telling I, you, I watched the entire second half. I, I watched that. I, I watched everything. Oh, it doesn't change the fact everything. that I watched the second half. I watched I, Tua get rushed like he's not been rushed the entire season, well, and he was scared to hang in the pocket. Okay, well, two things. One, I told you that about 
last week, towards the end of the second quarter, how once that one lineman went down, uh, yeah, the, the I think one of the tackles, Trenton Armstrong or something like that, I can't remember. T one Armstrong, the, yeah, I can't one of the remember. Tackles went but down. the left one specifically, yeah, when he went down, game was over. Yeah, not only did T uh, to a like got bent backwards and yeah. you know going into the half, but the second half started off where he got sacked three times in a row, something like that, right? Um, that guy didn't play, and not well, only yeah, did and he went against Bosa, and, and not only did he, which is Bosa, one of the best guys in the league. But yeah. listen, but not only did he not play, but the starting right go, uh, tackle didn't play. So you had, uh, and I think there was a third lineman that didn't play. So there was three starting linemen that didn't play yesterday. Okay, so that's one thing. So by the time the second half came, yeah, you might have seen a lot more rushing happening than in the first half. But I'm telling you, the first half, all the chunk plays were there. All of them. And Tua kept overthrowing everybody. I saw a few overthrows. I, and saw, it's like, I saw quite a few beh- uh, behind, behind the Behind, but, but there was yeah. overthrows too. There was overthrows too. It's like, what are you doing, man? It's He's like, getting rushed. No, no, I'm telling you, this wasn't rushed. This was, the, this, was, this was the same stuff that he was doing all... What I'm saying is that there was nothing... That was demonstrably different in the first half, other than the fact that Tua wasn't making a hit, making throws, and it wasn't because they were in his face. We're talking about very little rush, no reason for him to overthrow the ball, underthrow the ball, throw it off, and he was throwing it off. And it was, and by the time the second half happened, and I saw the first drive, I'm like, okay, forget it. There's no hope. The way Tua's playing right now is playing. He's playing so uncharacteristic of what I've seen all year that I don't even want. In fact, what I saw today, yesterday, was like two of last year. And it's like, I don't even want to watch anymore. It's it's so disheartening to see how he's throwing the ball around. And I'm telling you, it's not the defense. I, I will, I'll be first to say, like, oh, yo, that defense was incredible. But I'm telling you, it wasn't the defense. It was Tua. Tua single-handedly lost that game for us yesterday. Mm. And I was I mean, so you can, frustrated. You can, I'll give you your claim to the first half. But what I saw in the second half was very was similar, but caused by they were getting back there with four guys. He had gotten hit so many times, he was clearly rattled. He wasn't waiting back that extra three, four seconds to get that streak coming across. He he was getting the ball out quick because they were coming at him. They rushed four on him. They blitz every now and then. They were coming in and they were hitting him. He was he's not used to that. Like Buffalo got at him early on, but then. Went sideways, you know what I mean. But I want I want you to consider something for a second. There there was only I want to say there was only three drives, or four drives in the second half by the Dolphins. Yeah, they, the, that the, fir- the first drive is probably when you saw what you said you saw, but the second drive they scored on. Oh, hold on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There was there was they scored there was I think five, towards the end of the there third. Was five, I believe there was, was five drives. No, no, there was. The first drive coming out of the second half, Dolphins got you no know, three and out, nothing. And so that's probably what you saw. The second drive was sustainable, and they scored at the beginning of the, fir- the fourth quarter. That, I wasn't, mean, they- that wasn't sustainable. It was three plays. That's not sustainable. <laughs> I mean, it was. This is how they. This is how they score. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's not sustainable. Or or it would have done this. It's what we were, we're sitting there watching the game, and me and the old man said the same thing. You got to get the ball to Hill. That's all you have to do. A one-yard dump off. This guy will get across the field. He will get you your 10, 15 yards. And it was three. The, all, the drive only took three plays. All the hill. A, uh, a quick out, quick out, 60-yard bomb touchdown. It right. was all the hill. But I'm saying that 60-yard touchdown wasn't the what your dad described. That was like 
All, no, down it's the getting field, it. It's using the pass you know, to set up the flag. The, um, it's the run to set up the pass. If you're getting your guys underneath and his speed can break it, you're going to come up a little bit. And then when you show when you showed that um, that play, I don't know if it was Waddle or fourteen was off to the left. Somebody cut short and the safety came runs down, right came in. Down, right. And you let the fastest guy in the NFL just run right by you. I right. couldn't believe it. I was like, Who, what is this guy watching? This is a scouting report is he's going to go deep. He's going to outrun everybody. Don't let him outrun you. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm not going to outrun me. I'm just going to move, remove myself altogether from the play. Okay, but It was the craziest thing. Listen, listen. so the point I want to make is that. So that drive, boom, they uh, sustainable, they got there. Uh, the next the drive, score doesn't show how, in my opinion, how close the game was. The, the next game, the next drive. Remember the next drive because the next drive interception, four, right? Or that was before no, that was that. before that play number one. Oh, what a beautiful interception! Dri- diving like a uh, horizontal in the air and catching the ball. That was a beautiful play. Yeah, but, but receiver went down. But no, oh, yeah, the guy yeah, fell down. Yeah, but that was a beautiful play. It, you know, yeah, but. Um, so actually, I think there was two. There was two drives before that hill drive. So there was two drives before that hill drive. That hill drive was successful. The next drive, the Dolphins, man, they must have had another bad drive because the the last drive that was just my I was just, I was over it was they they're driving. It was fourth and ten. They picked up the fourth down, and it was fourth and ten or fourth and six on their twenty. So they were on their side of the ball, yeah. fourth and six. They got the first down, and uh, they, and if you remember, there was a when it was third and six, it was a sideline catch. I can't remember the guy, the guy who scored the first touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name. He caught the ball going out of bounds, but then when he landed, there was a little jiggle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gisecki. So they had to call it back. No, it wasn't Gasecki. That's Smythe, the, the other guy. I One of the his big name. tight yeah, ends. Sheffield yeah. or something like that. Uh, so they they called it back. So now it was fourth and six. Then they got the first down, so they kept driving. And then, again, it was fourth and two. He threw it to Kaseki. Kaseki juggled the ball, too. So, so turnover on downs. The only thing, a point I'm making to you is that that drive plus the drive that um, they scored on, those are two drives where it's like, okay, two will look good. The defense wasn't disturbing him. He, they, they, can, they can move the ball. Mm-hmm. The first half looked like that. It looked like those two drives in the second half, where it's like, okay, this is the offense that we know of the Dolphins. So it wasn't the defense doing anything to them. It just so happens that, you know, they weren't able – one time they scored, the other time, you know, the receiver yeah, dropped the ball. Yeah, a couple drop passes. In the first half, the difference between that those two drives and the first half is that Tua – was missing open targets, not contested. Yeah, he, he missed, they he missed they a couple weren't, for sure. They weren't contested. They were like wide open, like what he you would expect. He missed a couple for sure. It, it's like, are you doing this on purpose, man? No, he like, felt what's, the pressure. What's wrong with you? It wasn't the pressure, man. I'm telling you, it wasn't I'm, the pressure. It was. It, oh, my goodness. And here's, and here's, I'll give you a little heads up, or not a heads up, just when you talk about the pressure. It doesn't need to be sacks. It doesn't need to be um, hurries. Guys back there, you're worried and getting the ball off quick. So he's been good for X amount. The last six games, well, the last five games they won. Minnesota defense is okay. Pittsburgh's defense, not that good. Detroit defense, not that good. Chicago's defense, not that good. Cleveland's defense, not that good, but is an okay pass rusher. Houston, they're horrible. So when I'm telling you the pressure, he's not getting sacked. He's not getting, you know, and the guys are back there that he's not used to being back there. He got nervous. He had, he had a quick Boom, that ball was out because he's not used to guys, one or two guys being in the backfield on every single play. Well, listen, and then you hit him once or twice, he's like, all right, I'm, boom, out. 
because he's pretty accurate, but he was off yesterday. Awful. I mean, he had some he was, listen. He was awful. I mean, but when you again, when you're used to standing still and looking, he, and you guys are next, and you got to move a little bit, he, it's going to set you I, off. I'm saying that I've seen him do that time and time again. But not, yesterday, not constantly he was though. Awful, I get what you're saying. Awful. But it was almost every play; those guys were back there. And on top of that, the de- the stunts they run, the defense, the, they're rushing the linebackers, all the, the the outside guys. They'll drop back in coverage. They'll blitz up the middle, and he's like, "What the hell do I do?" And throw it out. They had everything for him. I'm they, telling he you, had, I, I'm telling you, if I I, I would have witnessed that, if I he, saw that, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, things like that did happen yesterday. I'm not saying yeah. that it didn't happen, but I'm telling you, in the first half, they didn't the the the, the throws that he was throwing. Even the commentators yeah. were saying, "What's wrong with Tua? Like, is he is he nervous?" And and that's why I find it interesting yeah. that you said that he was nervous because did he go in there saying like, "Crap, I don't have my tackles." It could have, and, 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 and in his heart, maybe that. he was nervous. It could have been from last week. He's like, "Man, these two these two guys are out. This is the best defense in the NFL." He could have already gotten to his head and thinking, "I've got to get the ball out sooner than normal," rather than trusting himself. It, it, and he could have been doing that for sure. Now this is gonna sound like a Monday morning quarterback, like like you know, yeah, I'm a jer- I'm the jerk guy fan who's watching. You're such but a, let me tell you. Jerk but let me tell you, if that's true, if if he went into that game, we already know you think, think he's mental and he's fragile. Think, weak. Think, we all we all know thinking that. that his tackles are gone, so therefore I gotta I gotta operate differently. Yeah. Oh man, I'm not happy about that at all, man. Yeah. It, it, listen, these people are human beings. They don't want to get hit by a 350 pound guy running a four one than any more than you and I do. So. To change the topic, because I don't want to make this about the Dolphins, because oh, I'm so irritated with them. I'm very happy with them. Uh, I, I sent you a text yesterday. I'm very happy with them. About the um, the Jets. And I'm sure you didn't watch the Jets game. Yeah, I watched some of the Jets game. I watched the Reds and everything pops on. Well, I mean, but it was the fir- first it, it, part of the game, so we had Liam's uh, basketball. We had basketball. Yeah, so we're watching the first half or so, mm-hmm. and then bits and pieces. We watched the end of the game, the last drive, and I was like, oh, I wanted Mike White to win, but I'm very happy they lost. So listen, you're in the same boat with me, because I the, the Dolphins games was, was starting, and yeah. I was like, I can't turn away. I yeah. got to watch this. You know, this is compelling football. I was just about to say, man, good football is good football. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll pull you in every time. So no, we we're watching something. I was I was rooting for them to win, but at the same time was like, no, I need I need a, a, a head over heart. I need them to lose. I need <laughs> business first. <laughs> and everybody that I needed that I wanted to lose, Titans, Chiefs, Miami, Titans got waxed. Uh, Jets, they all lost. And who is sitting atop the division? None other than the Buffalo Bills. Who's sitting on top of the conference? None other than the Buffalo Bills. So as easy loss. Yep. As easy as it is to say, all Buffalo has to do is win the rest of their games in the first seed. That's it. Now, obviously, easier said than done, but they've beaten the Chiefs already. They're going to go against the Jets this week and then Miami. Those are two very important games. Um, Honestly, looking at uh, Kansas City's schedule, if I remember correctly, the only game they looked like they had a hard time was going to be yesterday. Kansas City has the weakest remaining schedule, under 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 400. From yesterday, four hundred under four hundred. Wow, point three seven one. The weakest in the NFL was was the Chiefs. So they should cruise. They should win out. They should cruise. So if Buffalo doesn't win out, it's going to be a problem. And Buffalo played. They're at like four seventy something, I think, or four fifty. I think Miami had the hardest schedule remaining. Yeah, they do have a hard schedule. Not only that, they're they have played all the bulk of their games in the beginning of the season at home. Now yep. they got to travel. Everything at travel. Three yeah. straight on the road. I think uh, now. Yep. But all the teams lost yesterday. So, again, easier said than done. But if Buffalo goes and wins the rest of the game as their first seed, first, especially now with the, with the additional playoff game, 
only one team gets a first round by, not both. It is a very important to get that that rest. Now I'm not a rest guy, but it also depends on your on your team. Every time um, New England finished first, wasn't worried about them coming out laying an egg after the week round by. It would not happen with with Belichick. Every time in uh, Indianapolis had the first round by, it was a guarantee they were going to lose when they came out because Dungey's a horrible coach. Not even Peyton Manning could have helped him out. So it was a guarantee. The only time they would win is if they had to play that <laughs> division, that wild card round, so they can keep going. I think maybe they may have won once or twice past that first uh, that um, first round by. Right. But my guess is they lost more than they won because they were never prepared to come out of that first round by. Right. So that being said, Buffalo, I think, would benefit from it. Early by week six, get it again. You want to have those teams come to Buffalo. Listen, you, want it, you need I, it. I totally believe that. On playing, top of that, playing in Buffalo. Buffalo's played at Kansas City the last, like, three years. You Playoffs know, and regular season. And next year, regular season, Buffalo goes back to Kansas City. You know Why how, does Kansas City never come to Buffalo? You know how Seattle, they say that's like the 13th man? 12th I, man, but yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 12th man. I Totally believe that playing at Buffalo is a advantage. Crowd and the weather, to, man. To, yeah, I'm saying both. Yeah, I think I'm playing you, at Buffalo is an advantage for Buffalo, a big time advantage for Buffalo. So all they have to do is win the rest of their games, no problem. Easy peasy. One of these days, I'm gonna get the camera catching that thing spinning oh, around. Oh, am I going the wrong no, way? No, no, it's not that. I just the cameras are set up a specific way. Should I go this way? No, whatever you want to do. That's a double up. We're not going to double it up unless it's a fun topic, which is almost probably none of them. All right, we can do family stuff. That works. That's cool. So, do you have anything? Because I got something I want to share with you. Yeah, go for it. I got something to chime in, too. Okay. uh, So, this weekend we had like, um, you know, I run the youth department at our, Janice and I run the youth department at our church. And, yeah. once a year, we always have a um, an outing with our youth leaders, right? We just go out together and just have a good time because it's normally always work, you know, yeah. when we get together. So this is one time where we just, you know, lay back, kick back, and just have a good time. Uh, so we ended up hosting at our house. Okay. So they came over, and we had dinner and all this stuff. Good. Two friends of mine in, in consecutive years had given me a gift. Okay. It was a board game. Now, just to put it in perspective, I hate board games. I hate anything dealing with games. You know, if, if, unless it's live action, I don't want to play any games, right? Gotcha. But they both gave me gifts, and they were the same gifts. Awesome. And you want to know what the gift is? What it's called? Tell me. Dude. It's called Dude? Have you ever heard of a game called Dude? I have not. Oh, my goodness. I have not heard of Dude. <laughs> so they both gave me games, and it's like, and they're, they're card games, and I was like, ah. You know, this is so funny because it says dude because I say dude a lot. So it's so funny that, you know, um, they gave me this game and they both thought about it separately. But I'll never play it because it's not something I would ever do. In comes this thing. And one of the promises that I made that if we had to, if we hosted it in my house, we got to play a game. I said, OK, fine, Janice, whatever you want to do, I'll play a game. All right. She plays the game, dude. It was the most hilarious game that I've ever played. I mean, I was, I laughed so hard. My I mean, people were looking at me like, "What's wrong with that dude? Man? Is he drunk or something?" But it was so funny. And and the, find it and, and the premise of the game is there's like six different ways of saying "dude," right? Yeah. And uh, and and you you in your card you have six different cards and. 
each card represents a different way of saying dude. Right. And you can and you know uh Oh the dude. Is it called the dude? No, or? the dude. He's that's who the likeness is. Oh, okay, it is. Okay, 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 yeah. So it's um so there's six different cards and each card you say dude differently. One is like dude, another one is dude, another one is dude. Or you know, I gotcha. Based on, based on what you see, you have to determine in your head how would you say it, right? And so now you're playing against other players who have the same types of cards, right? And you, and you got to pick them up randomly. You 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 are you're divvied out a certain amount of cards, and then randomly you pick one by one, and then everyone starts saying "dude" around, and you're trying to find someone who's got the same card as you do, right? And by just by saying "dude," so just imagine a whole room full of people saying "dude" in different ways. That'd be fun. And then uh, and then you get a match, and if you keep match, you get a point. If you don't match, you lose a point. But anyway. Hearing all the dudes going around there, all the mistakes that were happening, you know, it was just so funny, man. It was so, so funny. I was laughing my butt off. Dude, the right kind of card games are, are great. <laughs> I, I recommend. If you Don't even buy it. If you want it, I'll give you one. But I'm telling you, dude is going to be. Are you a card game guy? I play stuff when it comes about. This, I, I, I assure you, when we, when we have go down, you laugh and, when and we have do you our, tearing up. Our family vacation on, uh, for Fourth of July, there's usually a game night. The one they played this year, I can't, I, f- I forget what it's called, but it's you put these. Uh, I was called earmuffs or something, but you put the, this thing over your head. Mm-hmm. You uh, music comes on loud, and you have to maybe it's lip reading something, but you have to read the sentence. It's like tacos are the best food there is, but you can't hear it, so you read it back. Chopping at the lip, you know, and you and you're because you got headphones on right. and music, you're talking louder than everybody else. Okay, so it is hilarious, and we got video of Vicky doing it this year, and she's at the top of her lungs saying the most outrageous stuff because what your lips look like versus what you're saying, uh-huh. you can't figure it out. Liam, bro, it's like the kid can read lips. He's like you, you read ten ridiculous phrases, he knows them all. Like he, it's almost like he has it memorized. And we always ask him, bro, have you played this before? No, man, you know I haven't. I'm like, I'm just saying, nobody's going to get, you know, tickle tree monkey farts. And he says it. And I'm like, how would you form those words? But he can read the lips and he does it. Right. My mom is horrible at it. Amy Amy and Liam are like that. I'm that way too, but they're fierce about it. Mm -hmm. Amy is especially. But they're very good at board games. You know, my mom, my sister, it was silly. But yeah, we do stuff. They play. What's your favorite board game? Um, I really don't know. I've not played in a while, but like I said, we'll play anything that comes up. We'll get into Cranium was really exciting. We did one called um and Boulder then- Dash, which is like BS. It's you got to like make up a phrase, read all these sentences, which one is BS, right? And but you li- read those listen, stuff. All like these that. games you do for your Fourth of July thing. But yeah, and then sometimes around the house we have one called what What's the meme or something like that, where you see the the, the meme and then you add the saying to the picture, okay. and then the person has to read the saying. And it's like, you know, there's like an adult version and then the regular cards. Even the regular cards aren't for some of the kids, you know. But I always tell Liam, listen, if you have a question about it, just ask us. We'll, we'll let you know. Okay. But it's hilarious, man. Stuff like that we'll play. Okay. And with the meme game, depending on the joke, if, if the phrase fits the card, I've got tears in my eyes laughing. I can't even read what I have to say if what I read or what someone else posts matches a picture Bro, I'm a lost cause. I laugh so hard, it's like I did 1,500 crunches. So listen, I think that that is the key. Because I, because everything that you talked about just now in terms of games all seem like games that are supposed to cause you to laugh as you're playing it, right? And um, I think that all my life... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Wait, 
we're taking, we're having technical difficulties. This iPad is messed up. The screen does what it wants to do when it wants to do it. And Siri just popped on. So before we do this entire podcast, when the lips are wrong and I, and I won't put the video out, we're going to stop the video, let it save. We're going to restart the video try to match the voices back up because behind the scenes, guys, this, uh, this video stuff is not easy. Maybe for people that have the big boy equipment, we do not. But we dub the, the podcast over the video for more sound clarity. And when I'm here doing my own videos by myself, I have one microphone to one camera, like our podcast microphone to one camera, and I use that to record directly to the video. And, and it's nine, nine out of ten times perfect. But each out down here is for your headphone jack. We have four outs. We have two headphones, three cameras. It's not going to add up. So we got to dub the voice over the video. And sometimes the iPad or the connection to the camera does its own thing. So when you see, like, I just put out the AI takeover video. That is the only, we recorded the two-hour and 14-minute podcast, which is one hour too long. The video, however, only recorded for 19 minutes. So the clip that I put out was the 11-minute video, and then it was 10 minutes of darkness. And that was all that recorded last time we did the podcast. Really? Yeah, so I don't. So this stuff doesn't always work. It's an old generation iPad. Um, I'm not going to buy a new one. I'm going to ride this as long as it can. But it has its own mindset and does its own thing sometimes. And I, like right now, I was trying to save the video to the iPad so I can, I'm going to try to re-record it. But man, it's a pain in the butt. If the you guys all have iPhones, you know when you get your down twenty percent, down ten percent, that little thing pops on battery low, bro. It it kills the video. But if I have the audio the um plug in to keep it charged, it shoots back noise for volume. So bro, it's unless I'm doing something wrong. Somebody please let us know. What's the phone number? Nine five four. Something, something. Three five eight nine zero four zero. Let's try that again without sounding like you just smoked a pack of cigarettes. <clears throat> I don't know why that happens, man. I don't Nine, know either. Nine five four three five eight nine zero four zero. So any video recommendations, editing, please let us know. All right, we're gonna come. I'm glad you mentioned video editing because I got something for you to hear. We are gonna go right back to video. Let's hopefully we are ma- our lips are matching up. Look at me, read my lips, look at my face. Can you see me? Can you hear me? This is all going to be in the video if it actually works. So now we're back to our lives. So that's it. So back to family board game Hold night. on, hold on. This is what I was going to say. I, I, yeah. I, the point I was going to make was that... I pause. we got seven I, more minutes for family time. I don't, I don't enjoy board games. Especially I don't enjoy playing board games with my kids. Yeah. Right? Because, well, that's a different story. Well, but yes. We mean my kids or... In, in general. Okay, well... Let me just flesh this out. I don't like. I don't enjoy playing with my kids because they're so intense. Gotcha. I I I did the wrong thing. I ta- I raised them wrong. So now they are just as intense as I am. So playing a board game with them, it's like, oh my goodness, man! Three of me, you know, what I'm I can't handle it. And Janice, man, she's she's her own creature, right? So anyway, so I stopped playing board games with my kids, That's and so I, I stopped playing board games for years. In comes this dude thing. It's just a board game, though. I, I know, but if it's I just, saw somebody getting worked so, up over so, a game. I'd, I'd poke the bear so hard. Okay, listen. I hear you. I hear you. But listen, in comes this game, dude. Yeah. And it's so funny. I mean, I, literally tears were coming out of my eyes. I was I was laughing so loud. I'm sure the neighbors heard. That's fun. And, That's and, good, and, man. And I'm like, 
this is what board games are supposed to be. Yeah. And, and hearing you talk about all your board games, they sound like they're funny well, games. Well, because people who grew up with us, we have, and again, Monopoly is a good game if you're in for strategy, like all this stuff. But my, the, the games out nowadays are what's the meme. It's a funny game. At Cards of Humanity, that, that um, the game, the dude game. They're a bunch of little quick games, laughing games, funny games, because the people who are inventing those games grew up with life. Risk, Monopoly, right, right. games Serious that took, games. That took right. five hours to play. Overnight, man. Yeah, you're like, this yeah. isn't fun anymore. Right. I want to kill some time. So you have a game like Cranium, which is Pictionary, Trivia, and two other things, mm-hmm. all rolled into one, Like, and you knock it out. You know, it's, it's like an hour long if you do it the right way, but it's it's a quick, fun game. So again, the people who grew up like with us with these hour, two hour, 10 hour long games, no, nah, bro, I need to laugh, I need to have fun, I need to keep it moving. You know what I mean? You can play these games at a party. Right. You know, if you, some of these games did turn into the drinking games. So these are now well rounded and they could be very entertaining for the family. So on a very slight different note, Je- Sarah said to me, I told you this before, Sarah said, Dad, man, you laugh so much when you're on this podcast. And I was like, I do? Because I didn't notice it, right? And so well, it's called, you have customer service, Steve, save as I have customer service. No, 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 no. I think that my point, the point I was going to make to you is that I, like this, out of all everything that I do in my life, yeah. <laughs> this show makes me laugh. It is one of, is one of the more lighthearted things that I do in my life. You know, compared to anything else that I do, gotcha. it's like I can come here and I can just laugh, okay. you know, and um, and um, and so I don't think I realize how much I need to laugh in my life. I don't I don't think I realize how little laughter there is in my life. Let me put it that way, you know, and so when I do laugh, it's almost like medicine. You know, like, oh, my goodness, that was so good. You I know? Gotcha. So, anyway. So, yeah, we got to laugh, man. We got to find a way. We got to find time to just, you know. I laugh all the time. I usually laugh at people. One of my favorite things in the world is to watch somebody trip. I mean, I laugh so hard where it hurts my stomach. Or these reels. You watch these videos where these oh people are on, on tree swings. And you know it's always a fat person. Right. You know they're going to branch. You're going to break. You know they're going to trip. You know they're going to eat it. As long as there's no broken bones at the end, I'll watch it 100 times over. I don't like seeing people get hurt. Uh-huh. Um, but when somebody eats it, oh, my God, I cannot stop laughing. If I even see, if I even think it's coming, this actually a, I'll start laughing before. There's a before. channel that does Chive that. On oh, Ale House. Chive. Okay, that's the Ale House. House has yes. it on okay, there, yeah. yeah. I mean, bro, I love, I love it, I love it, I love it. Nothing makes me laugh harder than watching somebody trip and fall. I, I can't laugh, man. It hurts. Oh, like, God. I, I'm, I'll scream. Like, there ah! was, when I was younger, we used to go to uh, Fort Lauderdale Beach, and the boardwalk was the pavers. And there was one section where one paver was always up, but you can never tell by the way it was. And we'd go, and we'd be like, oh, let's go. Let's walk over to whatever, whatever the restaurant was at the time. Right. And, bro, we'd sit there and, and just, just watch, watch people trip over and over and over. <laughs> Bro, people watching me became one of my all-time that's, favorite that's pastimes. That's sadistic, man. No, I mean, it's you, not. You go there just to watch. No, you and know it's going to happen. It's the best because <laughs> you got to know. It's you got to know. I mean, listen. It's one rule. You okay? Yes. Then bring on the laughter, and you got to be holding it back when you see you're okay. Like, listen, if I trip and fall and you're not laughing at me, listen, I'm sorry. I would be laughing at you. It's not to, like, funny, man. It, oh, yes, it is. Oh, my goodness. It is the funniest thing there is. No, man. We used to, I used to record a lot of stuff growing up. Even with Amy, we, we'd go places and record. And I'd always turn the camera off right before the ridiculous thing happened. It became like a trend. Mm-hmm. And we did in Orlando maybe 20 years ago. Me, her, a buddy of mine, Jason, we're walking. 
uh, where he was drinking, we're all walking. He had his cup in his hand, and he tripped. He rolled. He flipped, <laughs> but he managed. He managed to land like this with the cup in the air. Didn't spill one single thing. And I had just turned the camera off right. because I've been, feel, I've been walking with the camera for like thirty minutes with nothing. I let me erase all this. Mm-hmm. Put it down. Put it away. And boom, tumble, spun cup up didn't spill one single drop it was the amazing thing i've ever seen i was like damn it so now like when i go to record someplace it runs non-stop i clear all the data out everything i can and we'll let it run for two hours for, and, and for three and seconds and you edit down you yes edit i've down. learned that right. you, all that matters is getting that one thing that's interesting i was watching a, a program um on one of these rv shows and i was so um impressed with the the different things that they were showing like yeah. man like did they take that three or four seconds just to put to add here? Because it's it, it flows so well with what they yeah. were doing. But now I bet you is what you did. They did. They probably just have a camera up, just rolling, and then they'll go back and they'll snip it exactly what they want and say, okay, this is going to go well with what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I can see that. But that's a lot of work though, because that's a lot of footage that you have to go. Well, here there's through. some times where we do something great that I know is only three seconds long, so I timestamp as best I can, what we're doing so I can go back in that five-minute range and try to find it. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, when we, when we really get going, I just forget all about it. Yeah. So I'm, I at least mark the segments. You know, family started at 18 minutes. Our next topic is going to start, it's at 33 minutes now. It's going to start maybe 35 minutes. Seconds, so I, so seconds. I'll write that, no, minutes. Oh, minutes, okay. So I'll write that down and then... At least, hopefully, if something funny in there, I'll watch the segment, and then maybe I'll find it, and then I'll put out own own single thing there. But that's kind of how it goes. But we're about to hit the time mark do have, here. Do you anyway. have the Christmas tree? Yeah, you do. Listen, so this year, okay, so hold on. yeah, family. So we we got a tree. We go for the kids. Oh my goodness. We go for the kids. We go look. They want to get the pictures, or Amy wants to get the pictures and all that stuff. So we go for the kids, and it's. Like, we were talking about getting a fake tree. Right. You know, I have allergies. I don't want to smell the pine or the whatever it is. But we like going for the kids. Liam has no time for it anymore. Briella, she doesn't like doing anything anyway. So we're sitting there looking the other day. Amy and I are trying to pick it out. Liam ended up picking the tree. He gets into it. Not into it. He's like, this looks good. This looks good. But he, he's 13. He'd rather be doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Briella, if you look at her the wrong way, she goes nuts. So it's like, why am I even here doing this? Listen, it's going to be like, what's funny about what he says about Briella is that she's the cutest little thing, right? And for him to say these kind of things about her, it's like, it's 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 like, how do you discipline someone that looks that adorable? No, you know, she's mean, dude. <laughs> she, I, mean, I think I told you the freaking story the other day about like, I don't freaking love you anymore because I I know I did. I'm not gonna rehash. No, but, no, I remember you saying something, but I because she it, says it I freaking, freaking love you. It's like so that, you said the shirt didn't look good on you. That's a different one. Okay, we're at my parents' house eating dinner, and she had been telling Amy I freaking love you all the time. So she got pissed off and told Amy I freaking hate you. And my mom's like bug eyed. And I looked at him like, yo, what the hell is wrong no, with no, you? No, no, you never told me this. Oh, I thought I did. No, and no, then no. Amy's like, no, she tells me all day she freaking loves me. So the natural opposite is I freaking hate you. Right. I'm like, okay, I get that. And yo, don't say that again. I don't want to hear it. No. Do you want know freaking means? No. All right. Then don't say it, please. You know, my mom. Where did she, she get freaking from? Probably from the internet. Okay. Which is why I think we talked about it. The show she watches, she repeats some of the stuff she says. Right. And now, again, it's not a big deal. And it's my mom and I listen. I tell my mom, look, yeah, you did tell me this is what goes on. But it wasn't this, but she, it was something. She has that in her. That big mean is part of her genetic makeup, okay? Mm-hmm. I didn't become mean until I was older. Liam has not one ounce of it, and Amy probably doesn't either. Right. But Brielle is chock full of it, head to toe, 
of just fierceness. Now, she's real sweet and real lovable. She, she hit her cousin last night. Um, she got really sad about it. I saw what happened. I was like, you know, good for you. Don't take any crap. But she was also sad by the outcome. He got upset, started crying. She goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And everyone's in there trying to figure out, like, you don't do this. You know, share your toy, play this. I'm thinking to myself, they're both going for the toy. She, he got it. He tried to hit her. She connected first. Hey, <laughs> next, if you're going to throw a punch, be prepared to receive one back. You know, so I didn't get up. I didn't say anything. Listen, but I, look, I can tell you that for me, those are growing pains. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You got to, you, especially as a boy, and this is going to sound sexist, but I don't care. Especially as a boy, you got to learn early how to defend yourself, yeah. you know? But going back to the Christmas tree thing, there's two things I want to say real quick before I spin. Two things. My my kids are supposed to be buying the Christmas tree. They yeah. always they always got mad at us for being late with the Christmas tree. So this year we outsourced this. Okay, we're done with this. You yeah. all, you all guys worked. <clears throat> you all <clears throat> you guys got cars. Go get your own Christmas tree. They always wanted to have Christmas tree the day on Black Friday is when they want to buy the Christmas tree. Could you imagine that we still don't have our Christmas tree now? Of course. I and can. it's like, you guys, it's like, you you know, we, we already moved the furniture. We got everything ready for the Christmas tree and you still haven't gotten the Christmas tree. It's easy to tell people what to do when you think you don't have the responsibility to do it. But once it's then, yours. When, then when it's yours, it's like, hey, I, now me personally, I'd be waking them up. Hey, come on, tree, let's go. I would make it and suffer for them to be around. Why? Until, because they're on you about getting it. Welcome to the real world. Let's go. Okay, but, but bro, the, it would be a it'd be a tyrannical but, maniac. But the difference between you and me is that I don't care about the Christmas tree. No, no, no. It's not about the Christmas tree. Okay. It's about them. You reap what you sow. You made your bed. Now you're gonna lay in it. Let me let you hear this real quick before you spin. And I get so much crap for that mindset, but I do it all the time, and we, I always we, get crap for we it. We have a we have a group chat, and I woke up a Sunday to this message in my group chat. It's yeah. a it's a meme. Just so I want to show you. It's a meme, okay? Okay. Okay. My favorite part about opening gifts labeled from mom and dad is that my dad is just as surprised to see what's inside as I am. Yeah. I mean, that had me rolling, man. My, my uncle Fred, <laughs> when we were growing up, he um he would we draw names in my dad's side of the family. And my uncle Fred was famous for getting the best gifts. So we'd open up on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Oh my god, look at this. Hey, show Uncle Fred what Grandma got for for you for him, you know, because he never went shopping. Grandma always went shopping. Right. So we'd always say the same thing to him. Hey, look, Fred, look what you got me. Oh, man, it looks cool. Huh? You like it? I'm like, yeah, we like it. All right, cool. But my grandma did all the shopping. He, he lived at home with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. So she, it was the same thing. He didn't know what he got us. It was always the best gifts. He always had the best taste, but grandma, grandma did the shopping. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what are we landing on here? Open. Open. All right, go. So finishing off, I'm going to go very quickly. Uh, this stays on. Finishing off the family stuff. Um, I cannot wait for Liam's JC, uh, his, uh, his basketball thing. I like saying where he plays. I can't wait for it to be over. I didn't want to coach this season. I was, I was shocked when I found out I was coaching this season, but at the same time, there's only a, lim a limited amount of time before I no longer coach my kids basketball. It's like, when is the last time I picked him up as a child? I'm not going to pick him up anymore unless we're resting around playing around. But when's the last time I held him as, yo, my baby boy with Brielle, I hold her all the time. There's going to be a day where I won't be able to lift her up anymore, uh -huh. you know? So with Liam, I hate coaching his basketball team. I hate him more than anything in the world. But is this your first year feeling that way? Yeah. Okay. And for those listening, I 100% would wish it on my worst enemy. That's why they're your worst enemy. You want them to have the worst thing ever. So I hate coaching this team. We have one kid who's a show-off smartass. I bench him every chance I can get except for we started with eight kids. One kid never showed up. One kid got hurt. 
one kid gets um, sick every other week. So now we're down to a solid five kids. So you have to play them. I have to play them. Now, that being said, he's the only one that hustles every single play. Except for when he runs point guard, he between his legs, behind his back, gets ripped nine out of ten Do times. I know him? No. Okay. He's just a ball hog, but is the only one who will run nonstop. So I tell the kids, I'm like, listen, he's the worst passer on the team. I told him this last week, he looked at me. I said, dude. You're a black hole. Like, you're Carmelo Anthony. You're the worst when it comes to passing. I said, but you, and I pointed to the three kids, you guys are all pissed that he doesn't pass the ball. I watched practice. I watched the last game. You weren't running. You weren't running. You weren't running. Who's he supposed to pass the ball to? So I don't hear no more crap about him not passing when you guys stand still. We're not running because he's not passing. Listen, you run out to him to pass. Until you do that, he's the only guy moving the ball. So I say that pointing out the fact that I don't want to coach his team. Smart-ass show-off kid. Kids don't even show up. Some kids, they, one kid, I'm like, yo, if somebody follows you, come let me know. First game, some kid hit him in the arm. He walked over to me. while in the, I'm like, what are you doing? Well, a kid hit me. I go, bro, we're playing basketball. <laughs> what are you doing? Get out there. And he's like, well, you said to come. I, said, I go, have you played organized basketball before? And that was my first season. Okay, here's how this works. Timeouts, you come talk to me. During the game, yo, coach, he hit me, and you keep playing. You don't leave. Right. So I have kids who have played one or two seasons show off, and then three kids who, just, who can't play anymore. So we're down to almost nobody. But th- th- this th- this is a draft, right? You actually picked your team. Yeah, yeah, I picked them all. So, and throughout the season, they've just dwindled down and gone away. Okay. So I say that to get to the last. We played yesterday. We lost badly. Again, it was five on, one of the best teams that played. The week before, I got into a verbal altercation with the other coach, custom out, all sorts of stuff. Ended up saying, you know, F this, the game's over, and we walked off the court. You didn't finish the game? No. I said, I told the guy, F you, we're done. Told the refs, we're done, and we finished. Right. Now, you know me. If you're, if I'm blowing out a team, I'm not going to sit in my best players. Right. We're, we're going to play basketball. I'm going to ask you, listen, I don't want you shooting threes, but if you're one of the few kids who can only shoot a three, I'm not going to tell you don't shoot. Shoot the three, you know? But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to at least put it out there that I want you to slow it down a little bit, you know, a little bit. Because I do believe some kids, some will lose confidence if they're getting destroyed. Okay. But I want them, to, uh, the kids who are good, never be upset for being better than somebody else. You're better for a reason. You practice harder. You're more talented. Whatever it is, I don't want you to feel bad that, about being good. So I always let them play. And five times, we have 12 games this season. Easily, easily five games, we've had only four players. And most of the teams would play four. One would play five. I don't care. We only have four show up. You're, you have five. Your kids played. We're going to play and tell the kids. It's five on four. Do your best. We're at a disadvantage. Don't be upset. Man, they must have been tired, man, during that game. Well. During those th- games. Th- so we've only only had that happen one time, which was this past time where I, I got upset at the guy. All the other players would play four. Mm-hmm. And me only having five kids, when we, we played a team twice, it only had four kids. So I always played four. You can play your – no, 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 man, four and four. I don't want these – we're going to play – and we lost both those games with the extra kid. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, we're going to play four and four. Let's go. You know, we're, we're going to bench. We're going to do this, that, and the other. We're going to um, rotate and all this stuff. So we get to this game. It's four and five. First team that's played all five of their kids. No problem. We have our four. No big deal. Um, one kid is very tall, very good. Other kid, very good point guard. And he's got a couple other kids who are whatever with three kids on the bench. So he has eight total kids. Second series, our best rebounder, most athletic kid, horrible 
basketball player. Okay. But can jump over everybody. And no, there's no, it's the only time we ever get rebounds is when he's playing. Mm -hmm. Rolls his ankle, blows his ankle. He missed the first four games of the season because of a bad ankle. Comes back, plays two games, blows it out again. So now we're down to three. And the ref comes up to me and he goes, uh, he, I said, listen, man, can we play with three or was you just call the game? He goes, they can drop down, they can go three on three, you can go four on three, whatever it is, or you can take it from 10 minute quarters to eight minute quarters. I go, all right, we'll, we'll see what happens. Let's just go see what happens. So we go three on five because he didn't pull anybody out yet. And, and we're getting we're getting drug out. There was only like two minutes left in the, of, the third, of the first quarter. So I go finish out the quarter. We'll talk. So I see this team running around. They're gassed, my three kids. And I tell the rest, let's go down to eight minutes because I'm, I'm going to go tell the coach. Okay. So here's how the conversation is supposed to go. Hey, they got three. We're going to take it down to eight minutes. Cool? Cool. All right. Eight minutes, guys. We're good. That's how it's supposed to go. I'm at minute four looking at my fake watch like, yo, what is going on? So I start walking over to the group and the rest walking away. I go, I go, what, I go what took so long to go from 10 minutes to eight minutes? He goes, well, the, the coach, well, I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to shortchange my kids. I don't want to, you know, have anybody this, that, and the other. I go, bro, you've got five on three. It's, we're going from two minutes to eight minutes. We're going from 10 to eight. Yeah, so it's only yeah, two yeah, minutes yeah. yeah you're right. two minutes different. From 10 minutes to eight minutes. Right. I go, you're going to be fine. Okay. Well, you know, I got a lot of kids who, are, who never play. They're afraid to take a shot. I want them to get playing time. I go, bro, I'm, I'm fully okay with that. I have no problem with that. But we're going to go, we'll short, so we'll shorten it down. So he's reluctant to shorten it down. That gives me, we got, we, don't, we got some kids who never play. They're really scared, really timid. We're going to get them in there and play. I'm down for getting kids to play to, to get more confidence. So we go back in. It's still five on three now. So I'm like, are you going to pull on your kids? Well, you know, I, I got to you know, have someone move the ball and get the rest of the kids in. His six-foot kid is in the game still, mm -hmm. and so is his point guard. And they're already blowing you out. And they're already, yeah. They're, yeah. And they're between themselves. It's, it's like the Harlem Globetrotters are between two of them. <clears throat> right. So I'm like... All right, they'll pass the ball around to facilitate. Okay, fine. We go down. We, we have our our three go down, bring the ball down, take a shot, miss it. Big kid gets it, chucks it down to the kid, the other kid at the half court line, a half, a half mid court, half court, lays it up. I'm like, okay, fine. Boom. Three more, three more series go. The three kids who need the help have not touched the ball one time. And I this is, this is like middle of the, of the second quarter. I go, ref, have time, we're done. And he go and the guy looks at me. He goes, "What?" I go, "Don't talk to me." I go, "We're done." I go. He goes, "Dust." And then I go, "What the? F you said this. You get your 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 kids need to play. Your two best kids are still in the game. You're a fucking liar." Da 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 da. F you. All this stuff. And he goes, "I was, I was about to put in four. I go, you put in four. You're still gonna put in four on three. <laughs> I, I go, "What the f is wrong with you?" <laughs> so I walk away, and you've been there. The coach is standing in the middle of the court. Yeah. I'm at the other end, by the other side of my bench, because I can feel it coming. <laughs> I can feel it get, you know. Right. So we're sitting there, and he's uh, he's got his. He brings it down to four on three, right? And we we're down by like 12, 13 points. Towards the end of the second quarter. We're down by like three, so we're coming back. And I see him point uh, on the four to three. What yeah, is, okay. On the four to three because his bad kids are playing okay. and his other point guard, the big kid's out. Okay. So I see him tap the big kid, and I look. I'm like, bro, if you put that fucking kid in, it's gonna be a problem. Right. And he's like, you know what, man? I go, we're done now. We're done now. Game's over. And he goes, what? Well, I go, bro, I just fucking told you. Right. It's three on five. You didn't pull it till I got pissed. Then you pull your kid down to four, and now we're coming back, and you're gonna put your big kid back in you we're done da, da, right. da, da. we're out of here you know and i walk and he's like he's looking like this 
Bro, I'm not, like, don't get me wrong. This is, this is for the sake of showing frustration. I could have walked over and punched him in the face with a stupid look he had in his face. <laughs> Why are you walking off the court? Bro, I was so pissed off. And I told the kids to go, listen, here's what's happening. Right. You're not running. You're not running. You're barely moving. And I'm not giving you crap about that. It's three on five. You're busting your ass out you're there. You're already exhausted. I, I you am, gassed. I'm not going to have right. you guys feel you're getting blown out. You're not good enough going three on five when you're tired. Because mm -hmm. I asked them, you guys want to keep playing? Yeah, we'll keep playing. So we played the second quarter, then all this crap happened. So I was like, listen, we're done, ref. We're done. This guy's an a-hole. Da-da-da-da. We walk off the court. I go, guys, don't be upset. I'm not calling this because you did anything wrong. This guy had a choice to do the right thing, chose to do it wrong, Multiple times. And if it was four on five, uh, uh, five on th uh, four on three, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't, wouldn't bother me at all. But you have to see, you didn't put in all of your bad kids. You put in your two starters who for the, for the first half, the first half of the second quarter, were just running up and down the court by themselves. It was two on three basically. Yeah. Because I'm like, bro, yeah. like this isn't, no. Right. You know what I'm saying? This isn't, you messed up. So, bro, I was pissed. So that, the reason I got so upset is because one, I don't like that that stuff. To me, there's etiquette, I guess you could say. Okay. And no, not me cussing in front of the kids. That's the etiquette I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about it's five on three. You got to know. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go four on three. You know, I'm gonna have the advantage, whatever. But I already don't want to coach this team. I already have three kids. They never show up. It's it's. I just don't want to be there. Okay. And on top of that, this guy's acting like an idiot, and that bothered the hell out of me. And I'm like, no, we're done. So his last game was yesterday. Everybody makes the playoffs. We have one more game of this nightmare that I cannot seem to escape from. And then you're done. Then we're going to be done. So yesterday, yesterday we're playing a team. They're dogging us out. And the coach comes over. He goes, hey, man, I wouldn't have this kid play a point guard. He's, you know, We're going to eat him alive. I said, listen, he wants to be a point guard. He's scared to be a point guard. You're going to destroy us. We've only won one game this season. I want him to learn to be a point guard. Oh, okay, cool, good job. We had four kids yesterday. Mm -hmm. He gave us one of his kids to have five. Really? Yeah, so, which pissed me off even more from last week <laughs> with this guy and his crap. <laughs> yeah, so, bro. So instead of enjoying the moment, man, you're getting hot. I again. got more pissed off, yeah. And then he'd given me his, his son right. who plays... On the lower grade, like okay. because this is six, seven, eight. Right, his son plays fourth and fifth grade, but he's a better than all. He's better than all the kids on my team. Okay, but the fact is, listen, I don't expect you to give me your best player. If you want to give me your son who plays in the lower grade, right. but he's willing to play, hey, it's the thought that counts. Okay, so again, I gave more pissed off that this guy want to play his whole team against three kids, bro. It, and then again, I just don't want to coach you anymore. So, I keep telling so, Liam. So basically, you got one more game. And, and then I, you're done. And I'm done. And and he's going to high school, so that he can't even No, play he's going to play again. But I put oh. on there. I said, I'm not coaching. I wrote a separate email. I'm not coaching. I don't want to coach. I don't want I don't want to do this anymore. You know, this, that, and the other. Okay. So I told Liam, I go, bro, you like, he kind of has an attitude when he plays it. I go, you don't have the attitude that I have. You love playing basketball. Go play basketball. Don't let me not wanting to be here affect you. Because he was like, yeah, this, this sucks. I said, no, no. You want to play. You want to come out here on every practice. You want to come early. Every game you want to go early. So don't let me not want to coach the team make you not want to play. I don't want to coach the team because I'm going to be your dad and watch you play basketball. Mm -hmm. There's nothing about not wanting to watch you play. I want to watch you play from the stands, not here critiquing everything you do. I'm mm -hmm. going to watch you play. So he went out there yesterday. I mean, we got beat badly. But he played his out. He best game he's ever played yesterday. In that rebounds, putbacks, threes, free throws, stealing kids, laying up the teardrop thing. 
he's he was busting his butt yesterday. He played fantastically. I tell him, I don't care if you lose. I don't care if you miss shots. Did you guys get Take blown him. out? Uh, it was like seventy to forty or something. Oh <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. You don't even have the time to score. Yes. Yeah. You got blown well, no, out. this team like they have. They, it's oh, by goodness. far the best team in the league. They've got <clears throat> kids my height that could speed jump, shoot threes. It was to the point yesterday. One kid like. They were. He had all of his, his. He put. He cleared his bench and pulled his big kids out, his good kids out, and these kids were like, you know, the young ones who just like get close and throw it up, making shots, right? Like not looking at the basket, making a basket. So this is one of those games where there's literally nothing you could have done because they were trying to miss shots to get rebounds, and they couldn't miss a shot. It was unbelievable. At, one of my kids at youth, he plays basketball at 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 uh, your kid's school, and uh, they do like um. A, recreation. A, a recreation. Yeah, Lee plays there. Okay, so they have a game tonight. <clears throat> so um, the kid, his brother, his the, the kid is like in sixth grade or seventh grade. His brother's thirty years old. So you, a gap, right? I see. So that. his his brother came to the game for the first time, and he tapped the mom and said, "Does he practice?" And they said, "Well, they only practice like once, and then they play the game." He said, "Okay, that's over starting tomorrow." So now he's working with the kid, and I was telling the mom, I said, "Yeah, in this day and age." If your kid is not putting the time in on their own to practice, they're never going to be able to compete with these other kids who wake up in the morning, who who go to bed with a basketball yeah, in their in their 100% bed. Hundred percent right. You know? I tell you that all the time. I go, bro, <clears throat> your your shot needs to be moving your fingers. Mm-hmm. Don't move your fingers. You know how you're moving them? No, you're just moving them. So your shot should be like that. Right. Just that's all. You and you get a practice when you wake up before you go to bed. This ten thousand hours thing is a real thing. Like they've they've done studies, so to speak. You got to get this to be good. You know what I mean? So listen, I want to totally change gears for a second, but I'm going to keep it lighthearted because I've been wanting to ask you this question for the longest time. Well, real quick, that recreational thing, it's for all the kids in the whole school. So they practice once a week for all the kids in the gym doing layup drills and this kind of stuff. And then then they play. They practice Tuesdays and play Fridays. Mm -hmm. It's not the school basketball. The school basketball practices three times a week. No, no, but I know this is rec. I know it's it's just to get the kids out to do their own thing. But they're using – but I'm saying it's not even sponsored by the school. It's like some totally different. It's a school sponsor thing. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's a school I didn't know sponsor that. thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a park that didn't have a no, park. No, no, it's a school sponsor thing. Okay. And it's the coaches are looking at the kids for the basketball team. Plus, it's getting kids to do something, get interested in the sport, know what it's like to practice, know what it's like to be held accountable for things, stuff like that. There's a referee to keep the score, playoffs, all this stuff. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. But it's it's like fourth and fifth grade, sixth and seventh to eight. Like so, the whole school is together on practice days. Like at forty-five minute hour practice. So it's not like some rinky dink little thing, but it's, but it's just to get them out there doing something. I got and a they practice That's good. and they practice, so to speak, during the game for the younger kids. Mm-hmm. The refs like, yo, you got to dribble this, you, you know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the older kids, they play a full on game, run a zone, all that stuff. So I got this question for you. Yeah, it, it's, it falls on entertainment, but we might not get to entertainment. So I just want to ask the question. Yeah. There's a commercial, a Uber Eats commercial, and there is uh, kind of this chubby, light-skinned black guy. Just drinking the water out of the, the yeah. plant. And I'm he, famous, but not that famous yes. guy. Yeah, Do you yeah. know who that guy is? I don't know. But it, me and Amy talk about it all the time. She's like, who is that? I go, I don't know, man. He's famous, but not that, he's not that guy. But okay. he's that guy. Like he says, I'm like, bro, that's really what it is. Okay. He's that guy. So listen. The fact that you and Amy talk about it yeah. and you guys don't know it, I'm like, oh my goodness, they're on to something. This is this is actually a very good commercial because because we can talk about it, we yeah. understand it, but I know who I think I know who that guy is. Yeah. And then when I tell you who it is, you're gonna say, no, it can't be. Uh, listen, I'm open. Who is it? Did you ever watch? Um, 
The Cosby Show? No. I watched Married with Children. I grew up. Well, a man. yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah. We're ten. The, the, those ten years actually make a difference because I'm telling you, whether you agree with me or not, the best TV was during my time, my ten years, because I had Cheers, I had um, the Cosby Show. Man, it was. Uh, I had uh, Michael J. Fox. His show. What was that show? Family uh, Ties. Fam- no, it was Family Ties. It was Cheers. It was um, Cosby Show. And Family it was a- Matters. Urkel. No, come on, I never Growing watched that. Growing Pains. Growing Pains. Those are the four shows. I don't, was Growing Pains on NBC? I, I think <laughs> I it was. I have no idea. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was four <laughs> shows that was like awesome, you know? Yeah. I only can remember three of them right now. But if you watched um, Cosby Show, I have a feeling that this was one of the characters. He was one of the older, like he was like the oldest daughter's husband, which he was skinny. Skinny dude, you know, no way you would have thought that he would become this chubs, this chubster. No way whatsoever, man. So if that's him, wow, man. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the guy on the commercial is any more than 35 years old. Cosby Show was like 30 years ago. And this guy is an older husband. He was probably 20. There's no way he could be this guy just based on that. But I have no idea who you're talking about. I don't know who the guy is in the commercial nor his age. But just the Cosby show is literally 30-plus years old, and this guy looks like he's about 30-something years right, old. Which means he would be like 10 years older than me. Yeah, I don't think right. you're on, you Good know, point, good point. Uh. But he is that guy from that thing. Like he says, and look at him and go, bro, that's he's that guy from that <laughs> thing. But we just don't know what that thing is. I got to look it up. I, I was going to look it up, but I was like, no, nah, let me come in here. Maybe you might know. You know? No, because we've actually talked about it multiple times. When we see him and when he says it, I'm that guy from that thing. I'm famous, but not that famous. I'm like, bro, this guy, he's he knows who he is. I don't know who he is. Right. But I know who I know he may be from someplace. Okay, next time we come in, I got to find out. I need to know who this guy is, man. Now you, you're right, because he looks way too young to be the guy who I think he is. Okay, here we go. Let me type in Uber Eats not famous guy. Zach Cherry. Let's see who Zach Cherry is. It landed on family. Oh, yeah, we go again. Zach Cherry. Let me get to the Wikipedia thing, because Wikipedia is the best thing to see stuff. Zach Cherry. Local. Local. Let me see here. Zach Cherry. He's 35 years old. Okay, so it can't be. So it's definitely not the guy that I'm thinking about. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Oh man. So now I gotta know. I mean, so who? So maybe he's not a famous guy. Maybe it's just a joke. But he's been in that thing, which he's probably been like a three minute part in something we've all seen. Hold on. Click on it to see if it tells you like if there's anything famous about him, anything that's noteworthy. Let me see. He is improv comedian. He's been in the TV Apple TV Plus series Severance. Okay. Uh, selected filmography: The Big Sick, Spider Man Homecoming. He was in that. Um, he was in Shanghai and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I haven't seen that, but he played the same guy that he was in Spider-Man Homecoming. TV, Broad City, Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, Jim Gaffigan Show, uh, Colbert. Okay, so, yeah. No, no, so Yeah, nothing. I, secession. I wish I didn't look it up now because it ruined it. Because the whole time I was thinking, oh, is this this guy? Now, now that I know it's not that guy, it's like... Uh, just like a boy stuff. I wish I didn't bring it up, man. Oh, that's that sucks, man. <laughs> nah, it's not bad. So I mean, you don't know who he is, but no. local. Now we know who it is. So I'm going to 
uh, I'm going to use Florida as my local. <laughs> it's local, Steve. Do what you want, man. I I think that um, don't be mad at me, Billy. I'm already mad at you. But I think that I'm going to, if in the primaries, I think I'm going to vote for DeSantis. Okay. I think that. You yeah. can vote for DeSantis. I think, I think I'm, like, I'm going to vote for DeSantis. Now, make sure if, you vote if, for Trump when he's, when yeah, he's the if, election. If, if Trump, you know, gets to the point where uh, he wins the primary, you know, then I'll vote, for, I'll, I'll vote for Trump, of course. But I think, I'm gonna, I think that enough has happened where it's just like, oh, my goodness. I don't know if, if, if like, you know the, the, the saying, like, if you take water and you just drip it on a rock? And just it's a steady drip that after a while it's going to deteriorate the rock, even yeah. if it's just a little drip of water. Yeah, I feel like these last four years have been drips of Trump on me, on me, on me, on me, and it's like, oh my goodness, man! And I just I'm just ready to to want peace. But that's today. Hopefully next week I'll feel different. You want peace? I want. I, I feel want. Like you're trying to bait me into political conversation. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But I just want. I just want. Normalcy, how's that? Not peace, but normalcy. But the same people you railed against yes. when you, when they said, "Just I don't want to see the sausages made. I just want to wake up, go to work, and come home." Yes. And you were like, "No, you need to know. You need to wake up." But you want to be that person who's complacent. You and know. You know what that tells you? That tells you that everybody has a breaking point. You know, I everybody don't. has a pre- yes. Everyone has a breaking point. Trump, you you definitely have point. a breaking point. Not for Trump, yeah. I don't. I, I think. Yeah, Fair enough, not for Trump, but I think everyone still has some sort of breaking point. And um and I it's gotcha. like but you know, it's just going back to what I was saying about laughter, like I need yeah. to laugh more. You know, sometimes when you don't laugh enough You don't laugh at Trump when he shreds these people in the audience and the media, that doesn't make you laugh. I don't I don't watch him. Oh I, I love I, in it. fact I, no, I don't I, watch him either. Okay. But when he's up there talking and he's like when you start with the fake news, hey, your your dad's of this, your mom's of that, this person's this, we tried this, you you got in the way of that. When he rips people, you don't laugh. I hysterically laugh. I, they think he, they have one up on him, and he takes every single one of them down, and it makes me laugh. When, uh, when uh, Shapiro, I, LOL. When Shapiro said the thing about, like, he comes out and tells you, you know, exactly what you think is true is true, you know, and people are blown Chappelle, away by it. Yes. What did that say? Shapiro. Oh, <laughs> Chappelle. Anyway, like, those kind of things about Trump does make me laugh, uh, it, and— like when he the the the, the name calling that that makes me laugh right I mean great nicknames you know yeah but in in the overall I I, I don't really I don't need to consume him you know on a on a popular oh. basis because you know it, no it, it I, I didn't either much. I didn't like I honestly didn't pay attention to Trump until the last two years of his presidency the first two years I was like Donald Trump's our president like really <laughs> what the hell's wrong with us like, what are we did doing did you vote. Yeah, I voted for Trump. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not, because I watched the primaries. I watched everybody take a shot at him. He laid down before they could finish their sentence. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my God, because I got, I got with, with George Bush, with all these people, I got so tired with, we're going to, we're going to work together and do our thing. Like it drove me insane. The Republicans are the only ones who want to work together. Get screw that. Go out there and knock the opponent down. Run right over them, right to the finish line. And Trump did that. I, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. It proved what, what I see uh, the other day on the uh, the Twitter machine. It took a, a businessman to fix our country and a career politician to destroy it. So if you don't if you don't see that politics is not in in it for your best interest, you have a problem. And I was like, man, 
These are the clowns that say, oh, business, he was in the first cronies. He helped all those people out. Uh, our country was perfect. You handed it back over to the politician, going off what you're saying. You want to go back to complacency. Yeah. You're going to hand it to the politician, and we're going to be back in the same position y- we're in now. Listen, I my argument is very... Flimsy at most. Uh, mm, I'm, it's not flimsy. I, in the open, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you read something, and then you know you'll know where I'm coming from. But going, staying local. Have you ever got a ticket from um, the cameras? Uh, once, maybe. Okay, so you know that when they first came out with it, um, people were getting tickets all over the place, right? And I got yeah. a ticket. I remember getting a ticket once too. But then the legislature. Basically said, "Look, you can't do this." You know what I'm saying? Like they they passed yeah. a law saying you can't do it. So I'm like, "Ooh, one for the one for the common people, right?" Yeah. And then I heard that they got sued, and that uh, the Supreme Court, the Florida Supreme Court, said, "Nah, it could go through, and and cities can do it." So now it's back on the books. I say mm. all that to tell you that because of where I moved, I was in a place where I made a right turn. It was a red light. I made a right turn and I got a ticket and the, and I got the ticket and you know, you can, I don't know if you know this, but you can go and um, they send you a link so you can actually see the video of what your car did. Yeah. And I was like, hold on a second. There's no sign here that says no right turn, you know? Now, granted I came to it and I just turned. So it must've turned, it must've turned went from yellow to red so before the other traffic got the green light, I went. I went ahead and took it, right? Yeah. But it was a right turn, you know. But and, you didn't stop. You didn't stop. And but there's no cars coming, right? So they, but they got me for running a red light. Okay. So that was it. For, I was like, I didn't run a I didn't run a red light. I I made a right turn. That was a legal turn, you know. If you would gave me a ticket for not stopping, yeah, I can get that. But that you gave me sense. a ticket for running a red light. So I was like, man, I'm gonna, I, I want to fight this, you know. But I didn't. There was nothing in the paperwork. To let me know how I can like file a grievance on this, and so and you know and this last last few months been so busy for me. I was like, oh, what the heck? I'm just gonna pay for it anyway. I'm not gonna get any points, so I pay for it. Yeah. Janice pays all the bills. She called me up on Friday and said, "Hey, did you pay this ticket?" Oh, she called me on Thursday and said, "Hey, did you pay this ticket?" I said, "Janice, <laughs> you pay all the bills. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't pay anything. You know what I'm trying to say? I mean, I, I barely pay pay for gas. You know, I don't do this." She said, "Cause I'm trying to pay for it, and it's telling me like, you know, it won't accept it or anything like that." So I don't know. You know, the next day I get a letter in the mail, and I get a letter in the mail, and Janice says, "Oh my goodness, don't tell me you got another ticket." I was like. Ugh. You know, because I, I, I've been known to, you know, those yeah. right turns. I'm like, oh, man, really? She opens it up, and the letter says that the the ticket's been dismissed, and I don't have to worry about it. And I'm like... That's cool. What just happened, you know? Like, so I am I am against cameras. I'm against cameras that can give you... that can You can get a ticket because of a camera. I'm against yeah. it. And... um and we and, and there are, there are pockets in South Florida where you can still get a ticket because of a camera. But there has to, from my understanding, is there have to be a sign that says "photo enforced." Oh, really? Yeah, because everyone that I've seen it says "photo enforced." I think there's one. I can't remember the top of my head, but it says it. And when that light turns, when the light turns red. 
the flash goes off three times. It takes it no matter what. There's no sensor of if you ran the light, not ran the light. It's just taking a picture. It of takes the a picture no matter what. Okay. Yeah. So it's always going, but it says it on there. Photo enforced. It mm-hmm. says it on there. everyone that I've seen anyway says it. Obviously, I'm not going to see the ones that don't say it. Right. It's going to be because you're not going to know. Yeah. Right. But I believe they have to show this is enforced here. I remember that I was in a rush to get to someplace. Someone made a, someone set up a meeting for me and didn't tell me the time. And when they told me the time, I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. you know. So I had to rush. So I was so upset that I got this ticket. But, yeah, I, I'm agreeing with you. If there's a sign posted, then I'm, I'm less apprehensive about it. But You should still be, it should be annoying right. at the same time. But at least I know. At least yeah. I got the heads and, up. And it's not like, you know... Your the calorie counter at Burger King behind the wall menu. <laughs> right. It's listed where? Oh, look behind the soda machine. Like mm-hmm. there it is back there. Oh, okay. It's gotta be it's bright, right there front right. and center on the corner saying, We're taking your picture. Say cheese. You know what I mean? Like it's right there in plain sight. Photo enforced. But they got in trouble for that a while back, which they dismissed because you had the right to face your accuser. So it wasn't a well, you weren't given a ticket. It was a it was a Come defend yourself? No, it was a charge. So you couldn't oh. so you, it was like a tax thing or something where the you the cop gives you the ticket. You're my accuser. I can face you in court. Mm-hmm. There's a camera. I can't face a camera in court. You have to take it off. Well, no, it's some. It was a. I can't think of what it was, but they worded it where it wasn't. It was like a tax on you for doing something. So they had they were able to get by that right to face your accuser. Oh. And that being said, it's 158 dollars. Your court costs are going to be 300 dollars. Pay ticket clinic or pay the thing yourself and be done with it because you're going to you're going to spend more money fighting it than you are getting rid of it. Mm. So you happen to luck out and be out of there anyway. But I'm wondering but, why. What, do you think it's because of what I just said? Because they charged me incorrectly, and that's why they didn't. Possibly because it's like it was so clear that I didn't run the light. You know, it's like man. Or could it be like they're 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 withdrawing this whole mechanism of taking pictures and accusing people? It's a possibility because I mean, people did get pissed and they found a way around to lie. Like, no, you're not. It's not an accuser. It's whatever. Who knows? That, do you know how interesting that is that you got to be able to face your accuser? That 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 point, as as minute as it may seem, is a very very important point. Yeah. Like don't if if so if you got the guts to accuse somebody if if you like the whole thing about what they said like um, independent sources what they said you know when they say sources that won't reveal themselves yeah um, you're probably full of it but it's like no if you if you're going to say something negative about somebody yeah, you need I'm to come out of the wood face. come out yeah. of the woodwork give a person a chance to say here's why you shouldn't believe so yeah. and so say you know? it to my face let's go so that's what that's what they do yeah so they ended up like cuz you know 9 out of 10 times a cop's not going to show up mm-hmm. so they throw it out you know so now it's like well we know these guys are out doing their busy or budget cuts and there's no cops out there anymore anyway we can't keep losing all these. Let's find a way around it and, and say whatever. And I, I guess it worked. So, sometimes cops have to fill uh, quotas, you know. And so as long as now, the people, people out there, people hate when people say that. But it's a thousand percent true. You have you have to hit a certain. Like I've I've talked to a couple of cops about it in my previous employment. You know, driving around places and mm-hmm. working with people. And there's there's like oh, it's not a quota, but they look down upon you if you don't have a certain amount of. I want to call transactions in, in transactions interaction with the public someone on those lines mm-hmm. I go so tickets he's like you <laughs> but, know but hold on I I I wholly believe in that because so remember I was talking about the Feb, uh, I was telling you I may have never broke this down to you but the FBI whistleblowers blowers one of the things they were saying is that they have KPIs uh, key performance indicators that basically says okay from the top down they oh, say yeah, yeah. you know we should have 
this out of all our cases, a percentage should be this, a percentage should be that, you know, and yes. it should be broken down like this. Yes. And you got to meet those in, in order like, to get bonuses in, and stuff in like that. In corporate America, you have to have a certain amount of disciplinary actions to your employees. You have to have a certain amount of employees over this number for exactly. a bonus. Yeah, everything is like that. So they, again, so it's not a quota for we got to write people up or um, get people tickets. But if we hit this number, we get this bonus. Mm-hmm. So every time you see a speed trap, usually as towards the end of the month, there are some that are smart enough to do it in the beginning of the month, crush the beginning of the month, and you can skate through the rest of the month and only pick up one or two here or there. That's how, again, where, where I used to work, we're always based on numbers, crush the beginning of the month, and then ride out the last half of the month where you can kind of take your sweet time because you've, you've already made your numbers for the mm-hmm. month, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's how cops. So if a cop says, "Listen, it's, it's not about having to write, you, give you a ticket. It is someone's going to get a kickback somewhere. You know, that's how this stuff works. Uh, you know, government is as, is as bad as corporate America is. <laughs> it is real. It's, it's the it same is. thing. It's a giant corporation. It is. It is. I put a meme out the other day. People need to remember that we are private citizens. We don't owe anything to the government. They work for us. They need to be transparent with us. And I didn't keep going, but I saw the same thing that made me think of this was the media. They are the ones who hold the government accountable, not tell us lies where we have to decipher what's true or not. They're supposed to give us facts and then we decide our opinion. They're not supposed to give us their opinion and we decide what's fact. Everything is backwards. I was hoping that we were going to do social media today because you put out two memes, actually. That's one of them that really impressed me. And the other one, do you remember what the other one was? I put out a couple of them. I put uh, one about Hillary and, and whatever, and I put one about the Trump's taxes and Biden's laptop. Yes. So the, the Trump taxes and Biden. You, 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 let's, let's just jump in the open right now. Okay, because you, like, you were like, hold on a second. We, we really care about this guy. So at the end of the day, when we find out Trump pays no taxes— and then what? Yeah. Like, what? what? So you, they need to be the right. They need to not be wrong. So they can say, but look, what, we told what you. What does that have to do with our life? Doesn't, they don't you know care about our lives. They care about, look what we told you. We knew we were right. Right. That's all it is about. Why would you care what this guy paid in taxes? Versus, because in the mean. And listen, it's not even tax fraud. Right. They're not even saying he committed tax fraud. They're saying at one point he only paid $750 is what I heard. From the very beginning of 2016 till right. now, I've still heard that 750 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's it's not about fraud. It's about he paid so little as a billionaire. That's what they're going after. That's crazy to me. Look, at least lie to me and tell me it's about fraud. We're talking about multiple court cases just so oh. they can see his taxes. When we know now that the FBI has had. Uh, Hunter Biden's laptop for at least three years now, yeah. and no charges have been filed, none whatsoever. So in your meme, it was those two things. You just you put you, uh, you juxtaposition these two ideas, the competing ideas. How much effort we're putting into Trump's taxes, which does nothing for the country, absolutely nothing, and how much effort or how little effort we're putting into the Hunter Biden laptop, which oh my goodness, do do I mean? Could you imagine the, the, the trove of evidence or the, the the trove of information that we can find if we just spent some time on that? How many people should be getting locked up? You know, I mean, so here, it's, it's ridiculous. Here's the gauge on you, there's there's something coming with the laptop, and I gauge it off of just one thing: what the Twitter machine says and the people who back Biden. Okay. So there's some coarse language, not too much, but. This guy, Jeff somebody, 
Democrats are outraged that Donald Trump calling for terminating the Constitution. Republicans are outraged because they can't see Hunter Biden's dick. Any questions? The next one. Um, there are two billion reasons to be pissed off about the ch- the children of the presidents getting rich. Hunter Biden's laptop is not one of them. Um, let the let's move on from January 6th, folks. Can't seem to move on from Hunter Biden's dick. Hunter Biden's alleged drug use on his thing, and people wanted to see his his um they say private party. They actually said the D word, okay. And but they don't care about Trump's taxes or all these things. And I'm and I'm thinking about it. These people are again to your friend who doesn't think for himself based on what you've told me about him. These are people saying the exact same phrase. They've been told what to say. The three people I just read, somebody posted a meme the other day, again, take it with a grain of salt, that these are people proven to have been paid for by the Biden administration to put a bunch of political stuff out there in Biden's favor. Half of their followers were bots and they were erased. So somebody put that out there and showed these are quote unquote influencers for Biden's side of things. So that being said, it's the same group of people talking about Hunter Biden's private parts versus, you know, anything what Trump is saying. So they're all saying the same thing. They've all been told the same line. Say this. And and that's four right there that I read. And that was like two days ago. But there was five or six more on there this morning that I saw all said the same thing. But think about this for a second. They are saying virtually the opposite of what we're saying. Because mm-hmm. we started off by saying, talking about the meme, you put a meme out there and what it said. Like yeah. we, we were more concerned with something that has nothing to do with us yeah. than we are this. And they're saying, and they're saying basically the same thing. Yeah. We're more concerned that it has nothing to do with us than the same thing. And it's like, hold, yeah. thing, hold on, hold on. Like, listen, we're not, me personally, I'm not, I don't care if he has naked pictures on right. there. I couldn't care less. We don't care about that at all. It's the thought that there could be pedophilia, could be child pornography, could be government corruption, could be bribery, money laundering. These are things that you want any politician to be held accountable for and removed from office if they did them. If they're even close to it, they've really got it. To me, it's not guilty. It's you, you've got to prove. if you're. It's not like steroids in baseball. Well, he may have done steroids. He hit, 10, he hit 15 home runs in, in a week. I'm not, I, I couldn't care less about that. You don't need to prove to me you didn't. It's a sport, okay? Mm-hmm. This is government, politics, America, the world stage. If you're if you're inclined, uh, uh, sign me. Um, what am I trying to say? If you're hinted to be near someone who's done it, mm-hmm. in my opinion, you need to prove not. And again, I'm not saying with the Kavanaugh thing or you raped these women. That was insanity with nothing around it. Mm-hmm. Biden has done all these things. So if you if you show up in that Biden tree, you need to prove to me you're not you're not part of that. Right. In my opinion, because of the office you hold in the government, you're not just a regular person. But but I but here's what I would say to you: Give me, like I think that we can make the argument that these guys who said uh, you're more concerned with seeing his penis than anything else, yeah. right? I think that if we were talking to these guys, we I, we could say, hold on a second, we'll give you the argument in terms of why this laptop is important. Right. And for our national security um, and the implications that it, it might imp- imply in terms of what's actually happening now behind the scenes yeah. that we don't even see. I think we can make a pretty easy argument about that. Yeah. You give me the tell me the other side of it. Tell me what is so important about Trump 
and his taxes that's so important yeah. that is going to actually make a difference. He's not even in power right now. Yeah. So tell me what what is it about his taxes that's going to make such a big difference that you know it's going to affect the outcome of our country. No, and I agree and, with and you, man. to me, it's like those are it's like but but no. but my thing is when you hear people respond like this. That's what we're battling against. Because they don't want, because my guess, so when I hear that, just generally speaking, you know the truth and you don't want to hear it because you're going to be wrong. You're the Sam Harris's of the yeah, world. Yeah, you know you're going to be wrong. You know you've been backing a, a creep in every sense of the word or his son because you're concerned about one thing. And and to your point, you can read your thing right after this, is just, no, I put a whole bunch of stuff out. I went off, this is the kind of stuff that bothers me, the stupidity of people. But based on what you said, it's his tra- it's his taxes Versus national security. What is more important to the people? That's all you have to say. Period. Just which one? And and you don't even have to like Trump. Listen, this is not about no. Being it's pro not. Trump. It's, this is this someone is who's in not, charge of the country. This is not pro Trump at all. It's just that there there is a a thread on that laptop that if you pull it. Forget about who's Hunter Biden. We don't care about yeah. Hunter Biden. He's nobody. You know what I'm saying? He's a loser. We've all, we've all looted... seen that cartoon where yeah. you pull that one thread and that whole sweater unravels. Exactly. And that's what this there, thing there's is. There's a thread here that is that's staring us in the face and we refuse to look at it. You know, there's a truth here. Like the, the, the guy who's an alcoholic but just won't admit it. Yeah. There's a truth here that we as a country need to face it and we won't face it. First um, part of the problem is accepting you have a problem. Go to the. I changed the, the YouTube channel to ND Studios. As much as I love the beautiful logo of Studio IV, it didn't fit what, you know, everything we do is neighborly discourse. So you can still look for neighborly discourse on YouTube. You can still look for it on Rumble. Neighborly discourse is there, but our channel is ND Studios because ND does do fantasy football, fire up the mics. Billy's reactions, the Buffalo stuff, Briella's podcast, the conspiracy corner. It is all from the same thing. So I went back and did that. So you can search ND Studios. You can search Neighborly Discourse. It will bring you to the same thing on YouTube. Like and subscribe. You have to do that. It's very important. All these videos that I'm watching to get into the algorithm, to get in people's feeds, you need to be interactive with the audience. And apparently... Negative is positive. All publicity is good publicity. We want the positive stuff for sure, but get over here, please. Like and share. Like and subscribe. Subscribe and subscribe. That is very important for all these videos that I've been watching on how to grow stuff. The likes, the comments are very important. Subscribe, obviously, is the most important, but interacting with people gets us in the algorithm for more people to see us. So please do that. Rumble, YouTube, the same thing. Like it, rumble it, thumbs up it, subscribe to it, follow it on all the social media, on all the video platforms. And lastly, if you look at all of our social media platforms, it's a thing in there now called Linktree. You don't got to go to a specific thing. If you click on that Linktree app, it'll bring you to all of our video pages, all of our social media, all of our podcast links. Not all of them, but it'll have it has Spotify, it has Apple, it has YouTube. It has Instagram, Facebook. They're all there. It's a one-stop shop. Go find it, click it, and then pick what you want to listen to, Apple or Spotify, or go to your usual listening app. Watch it on YouTube. Search it for it on Rumble. That Linktree stuff is there. Damn little gnat. Yeah. See, we've gone too long. Though. Usually I'm out of the office by this time. 
But that's it, guys. Like, follow, subscribe, share, help us be part of the problem, be part of the solution to the problem in our country. Did I get it? I didn't get it. I got it. Oh, sorry, buddy. You guys have a great day. Peace.